Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I actually left two, two or three months prior to the HSC. Uh, I know this probably sounds silly to a lot of your listeners, but... Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about what piece of paper tells you what you can do. It's life experiences and, and how you ha- have grown uh, through the process. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyrone Shum. In this episode, we're chatting with Joe Durrani, a property investor and an author. You'll follow his journey on how he started investing in property, his setbacks and how he overcame them. Also, before we delve into this episode, go over to propertyinveststory.com and subscribe to receive your free property investor case studies where you'll learn how to generate passive income from your properties. Go there now to sign up for free. Durrani feels his days by speaking to everyday Australians and sharing his strategy for property investing with them so that they can achieve their goals. I uh, connect with uh, you know, uh, everyday Australians and show them a, a specific way and a strategy on how to successfully build a property portfolio to enable them to retire comfortably uh, and so that they can build the nest egg that they desire and deserve. Durrani published a book called It's Just the Beginning. It's all about you know, the, the, um, the, the strategies and the decisions and the choices that I've had to come uh, about uh, to get me to where I am now and also to show people what is possible and also about my life where I'm taking um, you know, my life to the next level and how I'm getting to that next step and in, in, in stage in life but also how I can inspire and impact and empower others to do the same thing and really, the, the message about this whole book is that anything is possible with the right mindset, with the right principles and philosophies that you have to believe in. Uh, and, and on top of that, surrounding yourself with the right people. And that's basically the, the uh, end all of the book. He grew up in Western Sydney. Straight after high school, he sought out work experience instead of education. This worked for him in the long run. Born and raised in uh, you know Sydney, Australia, but I was actually born in uh, Penrith, so the uh, the Western Sydney. Durrani went to high school in Western Sydney, but didn't finish high school. He believes that life experience is more important than a university degree. I'm the eldest of six kids, and it's really in, involved in um, you know written in the book. But um, eldest eldest of six kids, actually, funny enough, I actually didn't finish school, uh, knowing that I wasn't going to get the grades uh, to to get into or the UAI or whatever they call it. Uh, to get into university to become a civil engineer, I decided that um, you know going through the route of understanding steel and and boilermaker welding and all these things, so that you know I can then become a draftsperson in some way, shape, or form. Uh, so that's what I done. I actually left two two or three months prior to the HSC. Uh, I know this probably sounds silly to a lot of your listeners, but um, 
you know, at the end of the day, it's not about what piece of paper tells you what you can do. It's life experiences and, and how you ha- have grown uh, through the process. Joe Durrani started his career working as a boilmaker welder, but he found a sense of enjoyment and job satisfaction when it came to drawing. This enabled him to be an all-rounder employee and help secure jobs. So, boilermaker welder is basically um, everything uh, got to do with welding and in heavy structural steel. So, all your, you know, your large beams and so on and so forth. It's, it's actually been a long time since I've, I've worked in that field, uh, but that's where I started. And um, you know, I actually enjoyed uh, the the drawing side of things. And what I done was because I was able to weld pretty well as well. I, uh, I was able to get a, a good job in um, boulder straighter, uh, boulder and making uh, handrails and so on and so forth and staircases. So that's the field that I, I um, went went into. Um, but yeah, because I was actually good at reading the drawings, uh, you know, itself. As he discovered his skill in property drawings and saw firsthand the fruits of his work as a ball maker welder, this is what led Durrani to become interested in property investing. My father built our, our, you know, dream home and, uh, you know, he spent um, a lot of time and energy and, and when I was going through the drawings, he actually, you know, designed it himself, uh, obviously with the architect and so on, but um, that's where I'd done, that's where I found the interest in, in more or less, uh, not, not property in general, but more or less the drawings and the architectural drafting side of things. Uh, and so uh, I actually did uh, what they call it a work experience uh, in year 10 and, and year 11. I did that. Uh, with a um, you know with an architectural firm, so I, I sort of had the 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 hang of it because I actually enjoyed AutoCAD and Rivet and so on, which is some of the programs and um, you know uh, the, the programs that they use. He got work experience in an architectural firm during high school. After that, he went into ball making. He then became a drafter. Well, that's when the story does uh, finally glue together as to you know what happens <laughs> to us. So um, you know I'm coming into my final six months of um, uh, you know, of my architectural drafting. I qualified, uh, you know, Boilermaker Welder. However, I had six months to go in regards to my drafting course and be credited for that. However, 2008 came around very quickly. Uh, being being aged 18, I um, I quickly, you know, we, we, we quickly hit a, a brick wall, so to speak. Uh, my father uh, and, and I decided to go into business together um, and, uh, you know, been in the field that, that my father's always been in, which is you know mixed businesses and convenience stores and, and works, I, I decided that I, I wanted to be my own boss and, and work with him uh, rather than working for, for other people. Still continuing on with with obviously my drafting. However, what happened was GFC hit, and uh, you know my 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 old man unfortunately overextended himself financially, and uh, that's when we were hit with over a million dollar loss, where we pretty much lost absolutely everything. Uh, and that's that's when I saw my uh, you know my parents uh, you know where, and I saw them as as naive as I was at the, that age uh, you know on a pedestal you know we we had you know a big beautiful house in Penrith and you know everything was going going well uh, from from the outside uh, but then yeah when when the GFC hit it actually hit my old man really really hard and and uh, we actually walked away uh, from that business. When the GFC hit Durrani's family, they lost a substantial amount of money and were forced to walk away from their business. He sees this experience as a blessing in disguise. That's where my story really starts. And at, at the, you know, in, in the uh, initial beginning, I was, uh, you know, very scared. I, I was, uh, it was all about the unknown. But what I did, uh, and, and you know, 
without being judged in any way, shape or form, I had to, well, I, I felt like, you know, I was the victim and my father was the victim and why us and, uh, you know, this isn't meant to happen and started to point the finger at other things and other people and as you do. Um, and very quickly, you know, I, I had to then become the man uh, of the household. I had to really step up and take responsibilities and pressures off my, my mum and dad. And uh, that was probably one of the toughest and lowest point of my life. But in hindsight, it was actually a blessing in disguise. And I'll potentially get through that um, even with you, with you now or, you know, you can, uh, you know, jump on and, and grab the book. Despite the bad experience faced by Durrani and his family, he made a conscious decision to face the music and not to run away from his problems. You know, I'm not talking about our loss as, as the, one of the biggest losses and so on and so forth. You know, there are a lot of other people out there who are, you know, uh, facing hardship and financial stress and so on, you know, above and beyond us. So there's people out there that are not, you know, eating, so to speak. So please don't, you know, I don't want the listeners to think uh, anything of this as, as, you know, or poor us. Uh, however, uh, being in that, yeah, absolutely. So being in that in that uh, predicament, we, um, you know, I was I was very, you know, very upset, down. I started, you know, saying things like, you know, never going to be successful, never going to have good things, never going to be able to, uh, you know, do things freely and and have that, you know, financial freedom and so on and so forth. And basically, I had to step up to the plate uh, without me realizing because I had two options: I can run away, or I can step up and and be a man at at the age of eighteen. And thankfully, I was guided in that direction. I was, I was sort of, you know, given that 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 light uh, to say, you know what, you got to, you know, step up and help your family. So basically, to to, to in short, um, you know, I went out there straight away to to get a job, and I, I found myself in in a cafe, uh, working as a as a you know barista and, and a and a kitchen hand. Um, and and uh, you know, I was I was from memory, I was earning about six hundred dollars a week, but I was giving five hundred and fifty dollars to my father so that we can just at least keep the house going. Um, and then, you know, a few, few months down the track, uh, basically an opportunity came up for us uh, via, via my dad and one of his networks. And mind you, nobody helped us in, that, in that, that real slump. It was us and that's it. Nobody was there to turn to. Nobody was there to help. For Durrani, this opportunity represented a way to move forward and to change his family's life. And basically, I, I, I thought about the, the opportunity and it was actually a big, big change because we had to move, you know, four or five hours away from where we grew up. So there was a big, you know, uh, cutoff as to as to you know what our you know lifestyle was all about uh, and what what it was. So um, it was a big decision. However, thank God I, I can say in a, in a sense that uh, we did take on that deal. And without without jumping into too much uh, in detail of that that deal, it wasn't the fruit uh, fruitful or or as good as it as it looked. But it was the only opportunity that was going to enable us uh, to to be able to walk out or, or at least keep our heads above water. Uh, and in saying that, you know, it was, a, it was also another blessing, but um, that was when, you know, things really got tough in the sense of living four or five hours away from where we used to live and where, where things, you know, where life was, um, you know, cousins and family and friends and so on. And, uh, but this is where I aged and matured very quickly because I actually had to look after that business. I had to take responsibilities of that business. And mind you, I don't have that experience. You know, I, I had to just go in there literally blind. Uh, you know, my father says that he was there to support. And my mum was there to, to support. But uh, to be totally honest, and, and my old man actually said this to me, but he was asleep over that, over that, ne- that, that next two years. You know, not, not on, his, on his own sort of merit. It was just depression hit, you know, that, that fear. And 
when you have six kids and, and a mortgage and uh, you know everything is just all on top of him so so he he was um he was there but he wasn't Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into Durrani's journey. Back into the uh, supermarket and uh, friendly grocer sort of chains and food work sort of chain. So like an IGA, so to speak, but on a, on a smaller scale. So that's, uh, that was the opportunity that came up. And, you know, at first it was a good deal. We, we, we thought, great, this is going to help us and rebuild and whatnot. The downfalls and the successes? Fortunately, even that wasn't the case. Um, but, you know, that is where my life really took a turn. Because in that first year, you know, now being 19 and 20, I started to ask that question properly. Not why is this happening to us, but why am I here? And that's next. I'm Tyrone Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Hey, podcast listeners. I just wanted to let you know about the podcast show notes I've created for you that you can download at freepropertyresource.com. Inside these show notes, I've included a full summary, details of the resources recommended plus much, much more. Just go to freepropertyresource.com to grab it now. It's free and it'll make the rest of the episode so much more impactful. Again, that's freepropertyresource.com. Now back to the show. Initially thinking they bought into a great opportunity, it was supposed to help them create a life they wanted. Back into the uh, supermarket and uh, friendly grocer sort of chains and food work sort of chain. So like an IGA, so to speak, but on a, on a smaller scale. So that's, uh, that was the opportunity that came up. And, you know, at first it was a good deal. We, we, we thought, great, this is going to help us and rebuild and whatnot. But, uh, you know, fortunately, even that wasn't the case. Um, but, you know, that is where my life really took a turn. Because in that first year, you know, now being 19 and 20, I started to ask that question properly. Not why is this happening to us, but why am I here? Why is this all happening? Is there a reason behind all this? And that question is the most powerful question that you can ask yourself and one of the most profound questions that you can ask yourself because that question is, has got me to or led me to where I am today and where I'm going in the future. By asking himself why, Durrani used this line of questioning to reevaluate his life and goals. It worked in his favor. So at first, I didn't know, um, but you know, you start to um, you know research and you start to look at other things and look up other things. And uh, funny enough, personal development literally was there in front of me. I just had to search for it. Um, and, and when you're searching for that why, that's pretty much how you go on that in, on uh, that that endeavor of, of trying to find yourself and. And as, as silly as that sounds, that is the truth. And um, basically, I come across a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Definitely. A lot of our guests actually recommend that too. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not saying this uh, just because of. I, I'm saying this because this is the truth and what's actually happened. And basically, it was talking about defining your purpose and defining who you are and why you're put on this planet Earth and so on and so forth. We've got a bigger purpose to serve than just to be a human being, wake up, go to sleep, go to work, pay your bills and so on and so forth. And that was the, the questions or questioning that I started giving myself. And um, to share it with you guys now here, basically my purpose is to inspire, empower and positively impact millions of people's lives around the globe and around Australia especially. 
and showing them that anything is possible because I have been on the other side of the coin. I've seen uh, the, the, the tough, um, you know, hardship of, of, you know, not being successful, not being, uh, you know, your true self, not being able to uh, fulfill your dream life purpose, uh, you know, whether it's through your career or being as a father or whatever the case may be. And um, for me, I want to show that light that anything is possible because to cut the story short, eight years down the track, I'm now a successful property investor. My family are now two times where they were when, when, when they lost everything. And it's not because of me. It's because of the drive and the why. The why was that strong that I was able to help not just my mum and dad, my sisters and my brother-in-law and, and you know, be that role model that I always dreamt of being. And then it started to you know, go above and beyond that and start to impact in people on a bigger scale. You know, when I got back to Sydney, I bought myself a cafe and that cafe, thanks to personal development, thanks to my wife, thanks to my drive, thanks to, you know, having that push from God knows where, enabled me to to be where I am now and where I'm headed and how that I can inspire others and to, to do the same thing, to have the right men, mindset, to have the right mentality and the right philosophies and the right principles to follow and pursue. And that, my friend, is is basically the true reasons of the why questioning. And that's why it's so profound. Durrani got started into property investing from the business he owned. He was reluctant at first due to his prior experiences. You know, I thought the property that my old man built, uh, that always had a, you know, a, a very rough look at it when, whenever I started to think about it or so on and so forth. I actually felt that property was the reason why we, we went into so much, uh, you know, of a deep hole. Um, so to speak, and the hardship that we went through. So at first, property wasn't my ideal sort of vehicle to start investing, you know, you know, a lot of money into. However, once I got back to Sydney and I started, uh, I bought my cafe. Actually, I, I will share this little side note here. When I moved back to Sydney, we were in debt for about roughly about $830,000. That was, you know, bad debt and, and, and with the house debt and so on and so forth. I actually told my dad, I'll take that debt off you so that you can then wake up and, and wake up with all due respect, right? It wasn't just like, you know, wake up, dad. It was, you know, so that he can, you know, look after the rest of the kids and so that I can, you know, get us out of this hole. That was my, that was my promise to, to, to him and, and the family uh, and to myself. And basically, I had to take on that debt. So mind you, I, I'm 21 years of age. I, I felt like my life was, you know, going away from me. I felt like I was 41, hence why I decided that I wanted to get married and settle down and and really get into, um, you know, into life uh, and, and my journey and so on and so forth. But um, anyway, that was just a side note. Sorry to digress there. That's okay. That's However, great. Yep, keep going. Uh, yeah, so, so with $820,000 debt, uh, that was the deal, like I said, with my old man. I then got more debt uh, thanks to my beautiful wife who, uh, you know, had, had uh, accepted me at my ultimate low in the sense of, of financial and, and, and where I'm headed. It still wasn't clear, right? Um, However, I, I uh, you know, we, we borrowed some money and we bought a cafe out in the Blue Mountains uh, in New South Wales. And um, that shop, like I said earlier, really lifted us off, really gave us uh, the, the, the extra cash flow and uh, that, that growth to be able to pay off all these debts and so on. Within two and a half years, Durrani was able to buy his dad's house from him and pay off $600,000 worth of debt. And since then... I started to see a lot of extra cash flow and, and, and um, what I did as I, I, I fixed up my books as you do so that you can you know, start to get you know, money from, from banks and so on. And um, because of you know, those two and a half years being in the cafe, I was you know, really heavily in, indulging and, and uh, diving into personal development like you wouldn't believe. 
I was looking at other models of creating wealth, other vehicles of creating wealth. I was looking into, you know, network marketing models. I was looking into, you know, um, shares and I was looking into property and I was looking into everything and anything that was uh, going to enable me to, to grow a lot faster, a lot quicker, because I felt like I, I deserved more. I felt like I needed to do more and become more because of that why, that drive that I started to learn about myself. And um, just to just to cut it in short, basically, once you go to these events and seminars and so on and so forth, you meet some incredible people. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to meet some people who are involved in the property investment space. And I won't mention names or, or company names, but he, he actually mentioned to me that, hey, Joe, um, I'll show you how to invest in property the right way and the most educated way with the right team. I was like, OK, that sounds good. So to cut the story short, basically, I, I got involved into property and I was able to purchase uh, one or two properties straight off the bat. Um, and, and he just showed me how, how, how simple it was to be able to do so. Mind you, he had to really convince me that this is the right vehicle for me because, mind you, I still had that feeling uh, and that apprehensive feeling of, of property because I didn't really believe in it up until I met somebody that uh, has been involved in it and who has a property portfolio of I think at the time he had six plus. So I was, I was very, you know, um, inspired by the person and, and I admired where they were and, and where I wanted to head to. So I had that connection. Durrani's strategy for property investing involves three phases. And once I started, but the first phase is acquisition. And at the moment, it's quite tight. So the listeners might be like, well, how, how, did, he, how did he do this? You've got to remember, this is now four years ago. Um, and basically... Basically, back then, it was a little bit easier to, to gain property, or especially with LMI and all that, so 10% deposits and so on. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. Now, the strategy or that, that, that within the phases, because the second phase is holding, you've got to be able to hold property and afford to hold onto property so that you can really see the benefits long term. And then, obviously, your consolidation phase, however you desire to, to um, part with your, with your you know, investment um, portfolio, whether you sell a few and pay off a few or whatever the case may be. But the holding phase is the most important phase. Uh, and basically, I, I learned that uh, brand new property gives us great depreciation, great um, tax minimization skills uh, or, or, or benefits, I should say. Uh, but also that brand new property um, in, in, in master plan communities is where the growth is, because especially when you look at Sydney, it wasn't viable. You know, it's not viable still to till date, you know, affordability and to be able to hold on cash flow wise on a weekly basis or monthly basis, you're going to be out of pocket just to hold on. So it didn't make sense to me. It made sense to me that I was investing in the right locations with the right people and so on and so forth. So that's been the strategy. So once I bought my first two, it was then, uh, you know, easier because in the bank size, you know, my, my income was growing and, and so on and so forth. Uh, and, and I forgot to mention, obviously, once I got involved into property, being in my cafe, I was, I felt like, you know, I'm doing really well now. I'm, I'm saving good coin and, um, in, in, you know, money in other words, but doing really well. I don't need to look for any sort of other business opportunity or, or anything like that. However, the, the gentleman actually said to me that he's looking to grow his team and, he, and he's looking for somebody like me that had the energy and enthusiasm and passion behind me uh, thanks to the why that I have. And uh, he was actually inspired by that, uh, a millionaire himself. So for me, that was like a, a no-brainer to take on this opportunity. So I actually... Uh, took took up his offer and and um, be be part of his company and being a client as well, I was able to um, you know uh, to to see a few holes that, that that were missing that you know I could bring to the table to to help grow that business. Um, anyway, uh, back to the story, re really 
what we're talking about in regards to the two properties, my income grew as well. And, and you know, serviceability now is more important than how much cash you have in the bank. And I'm um, sorry if this uh, punches a few people in the gut, but, uh, you know, it's not like it used to be. And, and I'm glad that it's not because otherwise we'll have the same problem like, you know, America did. And thank God that we've got all these tight rules and regulations uh, in place so that we don't face this uh, problem like the states did, that we're giving loans to literally anybody that can breathe and walk. Um, and so now serviceability is a big thing. So your income has to grow, um, you know, as you grow your portfolio. And, and the strategy is obviously once you sit down with people in front uh, of them and show them the strategy because, you, know, you know, just by listening to it, it's not really going to give you the, the, the insight. It's, it's all about the cash flow and about the holding and about where you purchase and how you purchase. Durrani shares some of his earlier tougher financial experiences with his father in relation to his worst property investment moment. And again, this comes back to surrounding yourself with the right people um, and, and I can't stress that enough. So, I, I don't want to say that it's all been, um, you know, uh, sun, sunshine and roses. Uh, uh, but there is hurdles. There, there are always hurdles when it comes to investing, whether it's through the finances and trying to get all the paperwork sorted or whether it's, um, you know, settlement dates and whether it's uh, selecting the right property or whether it's, um, you know, delays and this and that. That's the, probably the only hard thing. And you know what? The biggest, toughest thing that you'll face is parting with your dollars, especially knowing that you're not going to be able to pull it out as quick as, as you know, you have it in, in your account. Um, and, and that's a big, big thing. And I'm not saying that's a low because it's actually something that we educate and coach and mentor our clients now to do so uh, with confidence. But at the start, initially, especially for a first-time investor, this is directed to those guys, um, you know, parting with, with your eighty dollars or $100,000 that you may have right now. Uh, <laughs> that was a bit hard to swallow. His aha moment was that he could purchase a house and land package that saved him thousands of dollars by reducing the stamp duty costs. So when, when first walking into you know, the investing uh, world, especially when it comes to property, there was a lot that I didn't know about established property versus you know, brand new property and so on and so forth. So like the, the biggest one, uh, the biggest takeaway besides the depreciation schedule, I mean, everybody knows that now, but the stamp duties. Um, and that was a big thing for me because, you know, Besides the fact that you've got warranties and guarantees in place for brand new property, uh, you've got stamp duties that are, you know, you're only paying on the land because it's two-part contract, even though you're buying uh, a home and land package. Uh, and that was a massive saving where you go, okay, great. This is really good. I mean, there's 15000 uh, minimum uh, saving here. It doesn't matter where you're investing in. If you're able to purchase a house and land package and build a, a, a turn, full turnkey property, uh, which is owner-occupied designed uh, because at the end of the day, the um, you know for you to be able to take the growth uh, out of the property um, per se is by being able to sell to the open market, not just to you know other, another investor or you know just just one target market. You want to be able to sell to the open market, and that's when you're going to get your your bang for buck, so to speak, when when you start to consolidate. Uh, and so that saving initially was really really good. Now another thing was leverage 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 because i didn't fully understand that um even though i was i was you know heavily in, in you know indulging in in um personal development they were talking about that word but i really didn't understand it um and, and what i come to learn and, and something that we implement in our business today uh which is the four pillars of leverage when it comes to investing in property 
Um, and when you look at these, they're, they're quite profound. But once you start to implement them, not only just in property or investing, but in your life completely, in all round, in all aspects of your life, you'll be able to create the wealth and, and success that you deserve and desire. Um, and it was all around leveraging other people's time, skill, experience, and obviously money. And that is a, a big aha moment for, for investing in property. So, inspired by Joe Durrani's story, we'll continue the conversation in a future episode on Property Investory, where we'll find out his go-to resources for gaining financial literacy. You can't go wrong with uh, thinking grow rich by Napoleon Hill. His success habits for property investing. Is I actually recorded what my definiteness of purpose is. I recorded that with a little bit of background music just to give it some light. Um, and, you know, it, it shares, obviously, you know, my purpose is to inspire, empower and positively impact millions of people's lives around the globe. And that's next time in a future episode of Property Investory. Also, if you haven't subscribed to receive your free property case studies that I only send out exclusively via email, you can text me your email address to 0499881040 to subscribe. These real case studies are from experienced property investors where they share specific numbers of their portfolio, the strategies and much more. Simply text me your email address to 0499881040 to get your free case studies. Thanks for listening.